Welcome to another episode of the Talking Blues Podcast. I'm Josh, and I am joined by both of my co-hosts, Alex and Peter, for today's episode. We're here to talk about the Champions League victory. Chelsea is headed to the quarterfinals of the UEFA Champions League with a 2-1 victory over, uh, what was that? Who do we play? Lille. I don't know what I'm thinking. Uh, and it was 4-1 in aggregate in the round of 16 leg 2 of 2. We now move on to a game, what is it, this weekend against Middlesbrough, the FA Cup quarterfinals on Saturday. And then after that, it's going to be a little bit of an international break, a break here, probably on the podcast as well. Chelsea come back and play April 2nd against Brentford. So with that, we've been gone for a while. I blame Alex for all of this. And <laughs> I blame you for all of this. And I also blame Peter. I blame everyone but me. <laughs> of course. Do not take the blame for it. No. You didn't do so on Twitter either, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, we last episode we were here was uh, when Abramovich was sanctioned on last Friday. And now we're here again on Wednesday. And it hasn't gotten much better for this club. And... Uh, yeah, I, that, that's all I have to say. Well, much better for the club, not on the pitch. When it's on the pitch, it's good. So Christian Pulisic scored a goal in the 45th plus uh, third minute. And then Asby had another goal in the 71st minute. We'll get to all of it. First, let's see how my co-hosts are doing. I'll send it to you guys and uh, you can give your recaps on this match. Well, I'm doing well. I wasn't speaking. I was staying very neutral on the subject of blame because, you know, I feel like it could actually be my fault. But, you know, since no one really blamed me at all, you know, it's definitely Alex's fault. I blamed you. I blamed you. Well, Josh didn't blame me. Josh exclusively blamed you, so I'll also blame you. So then it's two on one. So it's his fault. And I can I can expose him for it too if you really want me to. Okay, you know, no, let's not do that. (laughs) Let's just go to my recap of the game. You know, uh, obviously, Champions League big game. You know, coming in, I think I talked to both Alex and Josh, and we were like, I don't know why I'm going to this immediately, but I was just like, I want to see Kai Havertz play. I don't want to see Lukaku play. Obviously, Lukaku hasn't really gotten a start for a good run of games now. So, I mean, I thought there was a slight chance that he would play, but Kai Havertz started anyway. Didn't really do much. Uh, Lukaku didn't do much either when he was on, though, but... uh, That was the first thing that came to mind to me for some reason, even though Lukaku really wasn't a factor in this game. Uh, same with Kai Havertz. Kai Havertz had a pretty off game compared to how uh, the form he's been in. But I mean, that didn't stop us from still getting a win against a good Leo Saad and advancing to the next round. Obviously, Christian Pulisic played uh, pretty well, I'd say. He created good chances. He obviously scored the goal. Uh, that was a great pass by Jorginho, by the way. He's been... I want to. He's been kind of weird. He's been weirdly good at uh, having these extremely good assists. You know, he had that one to Kai Havertz uh, last game against Newcastle, and now it was like an outside of the foot stepping on the ball had the perfect spin to Pulisic and a great finish by him. Uh, that was just a great goal. Then Asp two. It was a great cross by Mount. I, I love to see Asp get a goal. You know, not the most attacking wing back, especially not when compared to Reese James. But you know, he 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 can sneak up and score a goal every once in a while, and it's always fun to watch him celebrate. And I mean, it's just that was a good goal. That was a great goal. I mean, we looked pretty good offensively for some short spurts of the game, and then other times we really couldn't do anything. Uh, but I mean, overall, it was a pretty good performance. Uh, their goal was a penalty, which, you know, it was off of a free kick too, and then it got crossed back in, and then there was a handball, whatever. For the most part, our defense was good. 
Uh, Mendy wasn't really challenged to do much, but he did what he had to do. Uh, they obviously hit the post a few times. It could have been a very, very different game. You know, they had a header that hit the post uh, closer. I think it was the start of the second half, maybe. And it could have been a tighter game. But, you know, we held our own defensively and we scored the goals when it mattered. We won the game and we won the tie. So we're on to the next round. And, you know, I remember, I don't remember how long ago, probably a few weeks ago, I did say that we were going to win the Champions League. And I, I was like, I promise we're winning the Champions League. You know, it's a Peter promise. And, you know, we're one step closer now. Interesting, interesting. Um, in terms of how we played today, Tuchel obviously set up more defensively with the three in the midfield of Kalva, Jorginho, and Conte. Um, Conte, uh, not Conte, Kovacic coming off at halftime. I felt like we were a bit sloppy in the first half for sure. Uh, Pulisic's goal was very good. Jorginho's assist, like you mentioned before, was very good. And obviously, Jorginho had that wonder assist against Newcastle, uh, which we ended up not recapping because of Peter. Let me just throw in a nice dig right there. Um, and, uh, you know, him and Kai Havertz had that connection in, in that game. And now, uh, him and Pulisic had the connection in this game. I thought when Mason Mount came on, he really, you know, lit a spark in this team. Obviously he got the assist on the goal with Azpi. Um, but I, I liked how Chelsea played today. Had they, you know, rebounded in the second half and, you know, there's tough circumstances right now with the club. And, you know, we got to bounce back. We got to fight through it. It sounds like there's multiple bidders. There's the Saudi uh, media group. There's Nick Candy. There's some other guys um, who could possibly be purchasing the club soon. So maybe all this kind of, you know, starts flowing away from all the controversy. Uh, and that would be a good thing for this side as well as we get to the crunch time of this season. Well, what is pretty good is that it's not dragging the club down on the playing field, right on the pitch, the, what, what, what is happening behind the scenes, behind closed doors, or I guess open to the world because everyone knows about it. It's not affecting the players on the field. So that is, is you're happy to see that. Yeah, for sure. And that's the most important thing, like you mentioned, Josh. So, um, you know, got to keep fighting. We got Middlesbrough, like you mentioned, and then we've got, um, you know, a little break and hopefully everything with the club is sorted out in the next few uh, next few weeks. Sorry. And uh, we can start moving and, you know, things can happen, whether it be with contracts for players like Rudiger um, and Aspi and also, you know, starting our planning for the summer and making a push for the Champions League because hopefully Peter's right and we win it again. But uh, this year it looks tough. I mean, Liverpool are on form. Man City are on form. Real Madrid have looked good. Uh, Bayern obviously are always a threat. So it's going to be tough, but uh, I think we definitely have a chance and Tuchel's always good in tournament competitions. I, I have a joke here for you guys. I don't think it's going to land, but I'm going to try it anyway. So what we're doing in school right now, we've been doing it this whole week. It's been awful. We're, we're taking a state test. We're, we're state testing. And today and Friday, we have a math section of the test, right? I would like the, the um, whatever the, the thing is called, the test, right? I, I would like them to make an equation. And we have to calculate the speed that Ramalu Lukaku was before when he was at Inter. And now when he's been here at Chelsea, you know, because I think if I'm calculating the speed, it's going to be a dramatic difference between both speeds at both clubs. Okay. What is going on with Lukaku? Why is he looking like the sluggish bored out of his mind, uh, off pace player that we're not used to seeing? I, I don't get it. What, what is, what is going on right now? Uh, I thought, I thought Romelu Lukaku was brought to this club to help make a change in the right direction. And all it seems to do since he's come here is the opposite. 
Why is that? I mean, I'm throwing it out to you guys. Can someone give me an answer? Because all it's been is negativity since he's joined. It was two weeks of positivity, right? Whatever it was, a few weeks of goals. Inner stuff comes out. He wants to go. He's not fit. He's injured. He comes back. He's slow. He's sluggish. He's poor. I. That's it. I'm done. Muting. Well, I mean, I think it all kind of started, it was a downward spiral from what you mentioned with the, all the inter stuff coming out, because obviously that affected his relationship with Tuchel, the club as a whole, you know, all the other players, you know, that already started it. And then obviously you also mentioned not being fit, getting injured, coming back from injury. And so that also affects it. I mean, you obviously don't want to start an injured player, so you have to ease him in. So he's already not getting probably the game time he wants. You know, and then now Kai Havertz is on form. All the, all the other attackers are playing better than him, so he's really not getting many minutes. And so I think he's not... I don't know if he's not wanting to try, or he just isn't motivated. Me and Alex kind of had a discussion about this, about why he's... Like, basically what you said about why he's being so sluggish and why he's just not... He's just looking like he doesn't care. And I was like, well, I mean, he really hasn't gotten a start in probably, what, like the last five, six, seven games, something crazy like that. And he's probably not used to that. He probably doesn't like that. And, you know, so when he comes on as a sub, even though he should be trying, I feel like he's somewhat uninterested because he just doesn't think he can get a spot back and he's not motivated to get a spot back and he doesn't really care about trying extremely hard. I don't know why that is, but that's just my thought about why he's really just looking uninterested. Yeah, ever since he's come back from that injury, it's just not been the same for him. It's been difficult. It seems like, you know, he's just not really been up to the pace, and that's the real problem for Romelu Lukaku. You know, he, everyone's forgetting he started the season extremely brightly. He's had those couple goals against Villa. He scored against uh, Arsenal in his debut. You know, it was, or not, in, maybe it was his debut. I don't remember now. It was a while ago. But, you know, he looked good. It just seems like he doesn't really fit in with what Tuchel's trying to mold in this team. And unfortunately, it seems like it's just a bad relationship. Uh, and he, like you said, Peter, he just doesn't seem to believe that he can get back in the team almost. That's what it seems like. He almost seems like he doesn't have the belief that he's able to do it uh, and that he can put up the performance that can get, uh, that can change Tuchel's mind. So I really think that's it. And that's kind of what it feels like. All right, let's go to the Chelsea match stats and then we can go from there. Or just the match stats in general, Chelsea versus Lille, the second leg. And then we can go from here to the Chelsea player ratings as long as you guys don't have anything before then. And if you do, uh, chime in, let me know, and we can go from there. So let's go into the shots uh, when it comes to team stats. Both uh, clubs nodded up at eight. It was four on goal or four on target for Chelsea, one on target for Lille. Possession Chelsea led uh, what, 56 to 44 percent of passes, 507 to 392. Chelsea led that as well. Fouls, there was a ton in this match. A ton. 20 for Chelsea, 15 for Lille. That's not normal, I feel like. Uh, yellow cards was 2-1 to one Lille. There was no red cards in this match. Five offsides for Lille, one for Chelsea, and then corners, 4-1. to one. Uh, Lille led that. Like you guys said, both clubs had chances. Lille had, a, you know, Chelsea had, what, a 2-0 lead going into this one, so it was kind of, I wouldn't say wrapped up before we started, but... Uh, they had the advantage. Lille could have very well drawn or won this match. Uh, but, it, you know, if it was still 2-2, if it was 3-2, still wouldn't have made the difference. So, again, they move on, Chelsea, to the quarterfinal uh, in the Champions League. And we are excited for it because the closer they are to the final, right? And that's what we want uh, at the end of things. So let's go on to the player ratings. If you're new or if you're coming back, I'll let you know. 
uh, Sports Illustrated, SI.com, Absolute Chelsea, they do their player ratings out of 10. And then Alex and Peter combine, or if it's one or whatever it is, whoever's here. But for today's podcast, it's uh, Alex and Peter are going to combine together to guess the player ratings. Most that they've gotten is 7 for 11, and that was about yeah a month ago now. That game was against Leo. Actually, that was the first leg. So maybe you guys have some good luck here. Um, let me just set it up, and then we can get started here on March 16th when we're recording this of 2022. And it's going to be Chelsea versus Lille. Yep, I'm giving the absolute play-by-play of what I'm doing right now, uh, setting it up. And all right, Alex and Peter, are you guys ready to begin? Born ready. We okay. got it. We had Alex. We need to succeed here. You know, obviously we're going you've to a break recently, soon. We have honest. been selling, you know, going to a short break. No, I you know? said you've been selling, actually. Uh, oh, I've been selling? I think so. Oh, oh it's just yeah. my fault. I, I think so. you're putting so. the blame for episodes being done and also our struggles just on me. <laughs> I, I think so, really. Oh, yeah. You know, eh, we'll have fun. to see. We'll see. Oh, we'll watch. See watch. I'll carry. 11 for okay. 11 right now. We'll oh, my God. Wow, that's a big claim to start it out. Well, Alex and I, let's uh, Alex, let's keep track of these records and make sure we got everything down. Starting out with the goalkeeper, Edward Mendy and Nett. What did he get out of 10, guys? Six. Six. Edward Mendy starting it off. Strong, not strong? Yes, yeah, strong. Six out of 10 for Edward Mendy in net. Uh, again, that's going to put you – I can calculate that so far. I don't have to write it down. That's going to be one for one. Uh, to start this one out, we move on to, let's see, how do I want to organize this when we go to the back line? I guess I'll do Malang Sar here first. Or Nuke, that was Newcastle. I have the wrong thing open right now. Malang Sar, yeah, definitely, definitely playing this one, 100%. Um, we move on uh, to the player in this back. It was a 3-5-2 today uh, in this match. And moving on, I'm trying to pull it up, but for some reason, my thing isn't scrolling. Andreas Christensen, sorry. Out of 10. Did they give him a rating? Yeah, he was only on for a bit. Because, I mean, we'll go with it anyway. Six. Am, am I... Do I have the wrong thing open? No, well, I mean, he did play, but he I was just He played for like 34 minutes. Yeah, he, he, he just didn't really play a lot because he was injured. So, I mean, it really has to be a six, right? Because, I mean, he didn't get the chance to oh, do yeah, anything. Oh, yeah, yeah, 32nd minute. I see that now. Yeah, six. It's going to be a five uh, because of the sloppiness... Uh, they actually said incredibly sloppy showing. So with that, they gave him a five uh, out of 10 for uh, Andreas Christensen. If I have to, I'm trying to pull it up here on my phone real quick. So if I can just do so, um, it's just easier to go through. But for some reason, it's just not coming up. So just give me a moment to do that real quick. You know, I'll, I'll just I'll distract. Oh, no, no, look no, at I us. got it. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> stalling completed stalling completed. <laughs> great job guys really 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 great okay gonna try and hurry it up here a little bit um we had andreas christensen and uh edward mendy so you guys are one for two at this point so not 11 for 11 peter tiago silva's next what did he get at a 10 seven cool calm collected as usual i also agree seven yeah yeah i i didn't agree from the get-go uh one for three <laughs> You guys are Tago Silva got a six out of ten. Antonio Rudiger. Six. All right, yeah. If everyone else is getting lower, I'd guess six, yeah. Good job adjusting to the scale. That's gonna put you at two for four. We're half of the way. Uh, you know, for right now, two for four. 
Um, half of them you got correct. That's what I mean by that. Uh, Cesar Asba the Quetzal. Seven got the goal. Ooh, I was thinking an eight, but I mean, besides the goal. He did not a besides the goal, really. But he did get the goal. Yeah. No, it was the winning goal in the in the. I mean, All right, eight, not in eight, the tie. Eight. It's going to be seven, and then you're going to say that I'm selling again. Yep. Seven. No, we're going seven. Fine, Because I can say that you're selling. Great. That's a, that's a great adjustment. Good job. Uh, I guess by the both of you, mainly by, mainly by Peter, I guess. Three for five you are now. Moving on to the midfield, Jorginho. Seven. See, but seven. besides the assist, I'd say he's bad besides the assist. Not even, I mean... He gave the ball away a lot. He was unusually sloppy, but he did have the very nice assist. And you, you said, what, a seven? Yeah, seven. Mm, <laughs> I guess seven. I'll go seven. Mm, three for six. Uh, they put him as a six out of ten here on Absolute Chelsea. Uh, so Peter Selling. Oh, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I should have I convinced you to change to what I was thinking. My bad. True, true, true. And Golo Conte. Six. Uh, he was mm. really today. Chelsea was just blah. That's true. And that's what I mean, six is. For the most part, yeah. For the most part, we really weren't that good. We had a few moments. Yeah, I'll go six. I think that's fair. Oh boy, I'm gonna have to read this one out. Absolute Chelsea gave N'Golo Conte a four out a of ten. Four. If anything, Jorginho should have gotten a four instead of Conte. That I'm, puts mm. you guys at a three out of seven, and that puts me in the position of having to read this statement. Unbelievable. Favorite thing. Yeah, <laughs> favorite thing for you guys to listen to while I sit back and have to read. Now, if you're new, they use some big words that I can't do uh, when and pronounce. Okay, here we go. Usually you can't comes do the big words. Usually comes alive under the floodlights of a European night, but the Frenchman was not at the races. Second to many a uh, second to many a ball, giving away some unnecessary fouls and having a rather dulled defensive contribution compared to usual. There we go, Mateo Kovacic next. You're three seven. for seven. Seven. S- I see what. Okay, they're being harsh today, you know. Seven. But he was our best midfielder, so yeah, I guess seven. Oh my God, three for eight. Your voice got so high. My voice got so high. We're going to have to cut this off. Cut this out and just. Nope, not happening. Taylor Kovacic, six for 10, or six out of 10 uh, on this list. Marcus Alonso? What do you think? Oh my God. Alonso? Five. He didn't do anything. He did. A, he did a really nice dance. I tweeted that out uh, when, oh, he when, was, he got, when he got when he got skinned by I forget uh, his name. Yeah, a uh, Baba. Yeah, five, maybe <laughs> four. Four. Let's go five. Let's go five. But they're being harsh, so it could be four. Five, yeah. four, four. No, 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 no. No five. Four. What do you think? I think four. Okay, four. They gave Marcus Alonso a six. Oh, a six? <laughs> Two higher than Conte? Yeah, this is really bad. <laughs> three, <laughs> three for nine. Christian Pulisic in the front two, starting it off. Seven. I'd say I want to say eight, but I don't think I don't think anybody's getting an eight. So seven. Yeah, yeah, you're right, Peter. No one's getting an eight because Christian Pulisic is getting a seven. That puts you at four for ten. All right, let's at least end on a good spell here, please. Kai Havertz. Five. I didn't really even remember he was in the game, so five. He had a nice flick two minutes in, and then like didn't do anything besides that. 
So you know, yeah. Right, it, could, it could be four though. Could be six too. Yeah, I, it's all over the place. You know, it's I'm anywhere from five. four to six. Yeah, I'll go five, I guess. Yeah, it was a six for Kai Havertz, unfortunately. So, <sighs> Peter selling, Peter selling. Oh, am I? I'm oh, sorry, I'm sorry. I need to have a little bit of a discussion with Alex <laughs> right now because clearly, clearly, I think there's some misrepresentation of whose fault <laughs> it was for getting these these wrong. You know, so I wonder who said that we, we should do five. Mm, oh no. Uh, yeah, I don't, know. I don't remember. Yeah, what, 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 <laughs> what, what, did you, what did you think about that question? You know, why don't you ponder on that for a bit? I'll, I'll ponder it. I'll, I'll have an answer next episode. <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that one. If there's going to be a next episode, unless Alex <laughs> messes up that one too. Four for eleven for this second of uh, second round of two. Chelsea versus Lille Champions League again. Chelsea moves on. Whoop whoop. We're happy. We're excited. We're not arguing with each other. No, no, no. We're not. No, definitely not. Hopefully, and I say hopefully because I can't confirm anything now, except Alex can on Twitter when he feels like it. So Alex confirmed an episode's coming out on Thursday. Oh, episode's hopefully going to come out on Thursday. But, you know, when I say that maybe we should record an episode over the weekend, it doesn't happen. Maybe, maybe, maybe you'll hear from us after the FA Cup quarterfinal against Middlesbrough or before April 2nd when Chelsea take on Brentford. We'll have to wait and see. But before then, let's get some plugs in here. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at TalkingBluesPod. Alex on Twitter at Annoying23. I'm on Twitter at JoshShola29. You can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Talking Blues Podcast. If you're there right now, give us five stars. We would really appreciate it. And <clears throat> you can go to ShipStudios.com slash TalkingBlues to check out all of the stuff. Uh, all the places to listen is what I meant by that. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. For Peter, for Alex, we will see you next time for another episode of the Talking Blues Podcast. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.